Back in Kevin's garage. Wait, that doesn't work, does it? Uh, are you writing a song right now? No, well, it's kind garage. of a country Not music. Not a good one. You can always, <laughs> like, put a, I mean, there's plenty of heartbreak in here. It's, it's <laughs> so, no, yeah. it's a play on Back in the Saddle again. You guys have heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 There's a little bit more blues in here. Arrow Smythe. Ten toes are blue. I want to say uh, I've noticed that uh, as opposed to last week, um, no one has complained at all about it's probably as cold as it was last monday but no one's complained or said anything at all about ryan's heater pre-show this time well we well, figured no, it out yeah there's no like he doesn't have to elaborately set it up this time which is really helpful and for whatever reason i feel like it's we're getting better distribution so i don't know if you just fully figured out the oscillating it, function the oscillation yeah uh, it's good i like I, it i didn't figure it out you're just noticing it well, I, I think we're also all Science. wearing more clothing. <laughs> I think we all prepared. Yeah. I'm wearing um like a, a like a, a warm fleece. How many but then I, are you on? That's like you're from the Chris Christie collection, I think. Oh yeah, 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 total Chris Christie. And then I have a um yeah, I'm on four, but I was gonna put five, but anyway, no one cares. You can't see this how dorky I look. I'm just fucking warm. Well, I can report uh, he does look pretty dorky. Yeah. You're still shivering though a yeah, little bit. I'm, I'm cold. Well, yeah. have a few more beers and we'll get into it. Yeah. Okay, so we have some stuff to talk about this week, but we'll get into that in a second. So um, as for now, I'm Shane. I'm Ryan. Kevin here. Hey, and I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It. So this is normally the part where we, we talk about current events. I like talking about current events, and we've, we've kind of made that, blocked that Foreign up. policy. I like talking about future, No, 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 no not those kind of, not, and neither of those <laughs> things make sense in what I'm saying right now, and both of you know that. I like talking uh, about electric, electrical events. Do you want to hear uh, what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, gonna, <laughs> thank you. Not okay. that kind of current, Mark. You know what? I'm just, <laughs> just going to give you the floor. Go ahead. Take it. Uh, we're Jack. Uh, Ryan, go. No, I don't, I don't want the floor. Uh, you brought up something that I thought was pretty interesting, and I think you should cheer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding about all of it. I'm just excited to share this with the world, and, and I think that the world probably— The world meaning our 17 listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're but, spread but, out across the world. But, may, yeah. but maybe Hands one, across America, Ryan. Hands across America. <laughs> maybe once they hear about this, they are like, oh, this is the first I heard of—this is where I heard about this from? Um, so normally we talk about musical current music, current events— for a little while in in this part of the show, and um, I've, God damn it, I couldn't find anything. It's a slow music week. The only thing I Beyonce's I literally I saw a headline that said Beyonce is not pregnant. Wow! All right, yeah, so that, like, that's, appreciate that. That's some. Update. That's some. That's, as I'm not you were, America. That that was as far as I could get for something that was even remotely interesting. Um, I'm not pregnant either. I, I, w- I wish that, that we, we should go to TMZ right now. Yeah. Breaking news, Ryan. Obscure podcaster, not pregnant. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So, um, but what I did want I, to, I, I thought about this a few days ago. I came across this, and um, this week we're doing a, I picked a country record, um, a, a, a newer country record, um, and I thought this was pertinent because um this this guy and and i should i should have this all pulled up of who who this was um did a mashup of six 
current country songs all less than two years old. Some of them as as recent as four or five months old. And he took six of the songs and he 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 put he broke them all down in Pro Tools so you can see the wavelengths. Um, you can and you can see exactly how much how similar these songs are. And essentially, they're the same song. Leading to at the end of the song, like the first part of the of the it's like a three minute thirty long three minute thirty second long um, clip, and he he goes back and forth between the songs the whole way through it, just just dropping in different songs to show like how similar they are. And then at the end of it, he it's the coup de gras. He plays all six songs simultaneously, and you know what? They're all the same fucking song, and they're all like big charters. Correct? Four of them are number one hits. But one is from Blake Shelton. Um, that's the only dude I knew. Uh, four of them were number one hits. One, as of November, was number 20 in climbing, and one, as of November, was number five in climbing. So four out of six number one hits is already, like, astronomical If you're the guy numbers. that's got, like, the number 20 song, though, you got to be like, what do I have to do? All these other ones went to number one. I'm hanging around here in the basement. No, he's, like, pissed at his label now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Get I there. sound exactly like every one of these number one hits. <laughs> I need you to go stand near DJs and tell them what my song sounds like. But there's no very – in number one, I mean, you would think – this is how crazy lazy this shit is. Uh, by the crazy, way, crazy lazy. I was waiting for somebody to comment on that. He's a poet. Yeah, yeah the that's, end. That's the band we yeah. never started. <laughs> crazy lazy, the crazy lazy. And he's unaware. <laughs> that's like that's our. Is that our quiet riot? That man cover would be band? slack as fuck. <laughs> crazy, crazy lazy. lazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're like slow and acoustic, but they're quiet riot covers. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, but, but I mean, it's so goddamn lazy that they don't even have. They didn't even change keys. They didn't even bother to change. They're all in the same key. Same key, same beats per minute, same 4-4 signature. It's amazing. It It's amazing. It, and it says, like, you see this shit all the time, um, you know, on BuzzFeed or just everywhere on the Internet. It's like, mind-blowing or this will blow your – oh, or jaw-dropping. You see that? I literally – Drop my jaw the first time. You know I what? I, this. I mean, there are a couple of things I kind of thought about here. One, which I thought was interesting, is like, uh, so apparently, if you go see Saturday Night Live uh, in real time, basically the way that they do that show live. is is kind of well, they do it live, but they do it there. There's a stage that's sort of sectioned off, and the the sketches go from room to room, and so they like the whole stage turns, and the audience can, you know, watch whatever's in front, and that's what gets filmed. But it sounded like, to me, it's like they got all the guys together that we're all going to do the same song, and then all the session players just went from one recording to the next recording to the next recording. They're all in different studios with the same click track. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Hang on, here comes a guy in the hat. Yeah, but the other thing that I thought on a little bit more serious note was that... um, Tancer? (laughs) Yes. That's a little bit more serious. (laughs) I was going to say the children. Anyway, no. um, Anyway, no, the the thing that I thought about uh, that struck me kind of interesting was, well, yeah, of course, the, the headline that I saw for the for that that whole piece that you're talking about, Shane. Uh, said, you know, here's proof that all country songs sound the same. And I think not all country songs sound the same. Well, I think that, those hyperbole, six do. But, yeah, and I think that there is definitely a sweet spot. But here's where I'm going. And and then and then I'll give the floor back. Where I'm going is it reminds me a little bit of the blues, 
which is to say that like there's a very distinct signature like everybody knows the blues when you hear the blues and so a little bit of this is i think just spoon feeding people who are already going to go out and pay a lot of money right. for that stuff uh, and i would also say by like in in turn a lot of early rock and roll when you you had really strong 4/4 beats and and a 1/4/5 chord progression you know i mean you could take a lot of of 60s and 70s hits and and mash them up similarly to this this is a little more obnoxious i think um i mean that's a good point to make about the blues but the blues i mean and maybe this is just over a, a period of time uh, became a form i mean the blues and you know 12 bar blues 10 bar blues um i mean that's that's it is a form um and there's not that much variation in what those old songs are about at least there's some pathos, some feeling, and the, these songs are just about let's put the tailgate down and dancing in the sand and drinking some beers. I mean, granted, all of these yeah. things that they're talking about are fun as balls, but wait a minute, are and balls, balls are fun? Truck nuts. <laughs> well, I don't know what your idea of fun, <laughs> fun is. Fun is truck nuts. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Circling back to Fleetwood Mac from several weeks ago. <laughs> all of this stuff is quite fun to participate in. Except the balls, for me. <laughs> but uh, maybe, maybe he meant like ball, like the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. No, 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 no. You're on the beach. It's beach balls, dude. Get, oh, get, didn't you, you see where? I, duh, you idiots. Yeah, you I think I really that old cliche. Funny. I mean, I do balls. think you're right. Like it's it's kind of low hanging fruit. Uh, like you <laughs> like know, low hanging balls. Sk- <laughs> <laughs> it's low hanging fruit, but it's low hanging fruit that's making millionaires. One of the guys. It, um, that that one of the groups that I can't think of their name is like Georgia County Line or some shit. I'm sure I'll be corrected with this. Um, <laughs> that might be a restaurant. <laughs> no, but, it's it, next but, to the Cracker Barrel. But anyway, this, this, one of their songs, <laughs> their corn chowder, "Cruising," um, is now the number one. Um, it's the longest reigning number one country song in country music history. Really? It, it has spent at least 22 weeks at number one on the country charts. You remember Achy Breaky Heart was a giant hit? Like It didn't spend 20 fucking... No, I know, two, but I just don't understand. Like I don't think he understood either. I just don't... Mr. Cyrus? How else was he going to pay no, 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 for no, no, Miley's first... I just, just don't, don't think, think he understood. understood. How else was he going to pay for Miley's first pair of cutoff shorts? That's or, true. That's, that's true. a good point, yeah. Dev. And, and pole training. Yeah. <laughs> so so as of now, so I so Ryan poultry. Ryan yeah. and I are like Sketchy. one one at walking into bad 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 puns. unintentional yeah. punny jokes. Yeah. Um anyway, so let's let's go on. Let's move let's move forward. So what, what record are we talking about this week, Shane? Speaking so, of country. yeah, so I had to talk about that because a lot of what was said uh, this week about that mashup was this is the and, and this is this is true um, about this bro country style and about country music in general. I mean, you, if you think back to like the uh, the late '90s, early 2000s, if you guys listen to country music at all, it was peripheral to me. This kind of country music, what the mainstream stuff. I mean, it was all uh, Leonard Skinner, you know, um, southern rock stuff. And then in the last like three, four, five years, all country music started being about like um, you know lying on the beach and drinking beers. And now it's moved just to taking off work skipping work and going out and drinking and or you know like going and driving off and uh, it's having a good time having a good time having a good time is the paradigm yeah 
And so, um, which is true that that is what it is. But there there are people that that are slipping through the cracks, and uh, uh, m- most often in in stuff. And, and granted, again, this isn't the genre of music that I, I, I listen to very often on a radio or sit around looking for, but there are a few people that I've come in contact w- with in the few years or their music um, in the in the last couple of years. Um, one of it, Casey Musgraves. I don't know if you guys have heard heard. Like, oh, she's sure. Extremely interesting, extremely hot also. I don't know why that matters. Um, it ex- matters. Uh, she, okay, well, yeah. It matters to us. It doesn't, it doesn't, makes it doesn't the make music her better. music better, but... Yeah. Oh, it does. Um she she's got really awesome and like amazing lyrics stuff that's she in one of her songs she's like if you like a girl or like a guy basically I'm paraphrasing she's like who cares smoke a joint blah 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 you know and this is a big deal for country music like the most conservative form of popular music historically i mean for somebody to say that i just heard a song the other day it's called uh, girl crush and the, and the and the girl singing is she's talking about how she wants to kiss her best friend and she's in love with her best and this is big these are things that are moving mountains in the world of country music but the person that i think is the most interesting that i've heard in a little while is sturgill simpson and that's the record we're listening to tonight and i i i incorrectly said the title of his album last week it's uh meta modern sounds and country music and it came out last last year and when I, I first uh encountered it um was in a salon article that uh compared him basically said to radiohead he, to radiohead he, he's the radiohead of country music That's so of course i'm gonna delve into that sure sure i read that same article actually and i, I probably wouldn't have looked it up had you not recommended it, but thank you. So, so and uh, and this is slightly, but not completely off the subject, which is to say that um, I feel like it's appropriate to mention near the top of this this episode that uh, uh, my friend, my dear friend uh, Mike, who also, also is a former radio guy who often listens to this show, his tagline on Twitter is "Turtles all the it's turtles all the way down," and it's been that way for months. And I've never asked him what it was because I was like, oh, "Now I'm the guy that doesn't get the joke." Well, finally, you get the joke. I get the joke. <clears throat> it's and track so one on this record. It is track one on. Well, this but record. we're going to talk about what it what it comes from in a little bit. Like, the, oh, I'm sure there, there's yeah. a big there's a big deal in it, and it fits way into. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Ryan, you texted me at at two a.m. As is my want. No, 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 no. But you never text me about the records that I pick or about the music that we picked. And you texted me and you said, this album is amazing. Weird, but amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I think I, yeah, this, this record is amazing. Also weird. Yeah. It is both of those things. Well, what did you think about it? Um, well, that, that would be the Cliff Notes. Well, I got uh, the amazing, Cliff Notes. Okay, amazing. I think we, <laughs> okay and, and thanks for joining. <laughs> thanks, you guys, for listening yeah, to Short Somebody Show Likes Ryan. It. Uh, we'll see you next week. No, um, you know, initially, and, and actually I, I read a little bit more on it this afternoon, um, but initially I thought, well, this is George Jones on acid. Um, you know, but actually Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings is closer. Yeah. yeah, it's a trippier um, Waylon. But it's it's classic 70s country with kind of out there, metaphysical, um, not at all typical country lyrics. I love it. It's so fun. <clears throat> well, and I before I dug into this, Shane, I for whatever reason I had uh I felt like my whatever sort of musical sixth sense I had about 
what I thought this was going to be like. I sort of thought that we might go down a fa- Father John Misty path here because it seems like, you know, that was something that... Fair enough, that, yeah. And I was like, I was like, which was a great record. Like, I was like, I could totally do something like that again. But um, then I started rolling around in it and I was like, oh, this isn't that at all. But it's still, you know, it's still, it's still the kind of show that you would imagine that if you saw him live, that it, he would have odd things to say in between songs. And I like those kind of acts. Can I tell you real quick, um, he just played in Austin about two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did a two-night stay. Where did he play? He played at... Um, um, uh, maybe Mohawk or something. No, right? no, no, no. Where nope, was it? Nope. Uh, ACL Moody Theater. Guess who he opened uh, up for? That's right. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Nice. There's there's a reason why that is so. so when I heard that, like that's actually why I picked this record for this week. Um, I was like, God, I gotta, I gotta do this. Like these people were. Um, I was at a uh, at a bar, and these people were like, Okay, well, we're gonna go. We're gonna see Watson. Uh, man, I gotta go see Willie Nelson. Who's opening up for him? They're like, uh, Stir. I was like, Sturgill Simpson. And they're like, Yeah. I was like, Of course, of course. This guy that mentions in his lead single. Has a line that marijuana. says marijuana DMT psilocybin LSD or marijuana L- whatever, but some combination. Yeah, going. There's a bunch of hallucinogens <clears throat> in that line. Yes. So was this part of the the New Year's? No, no, no. Thing? It was before that. Okay. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting and and fitting and perfect. You know him. You know Willie Nelson. Like, well, this record actually like almost made me mad a little bit because I was like, you know, country music. Could have developed in this direction. It did, but instead, it's become this formulaic, like super surface-driven, just boring as fuck. Uh, well, country music. If you remember, I don't know if you remember. I'm not saying remember back, but I mean, if you li- if you ever hear country music from the late '70s, early '80s, I mean, it's like Burt Bacharach pop. I mean, there's nothing country at all in any way, and there's lots of horns and like, burr, burr, and like horn arrangements and shit. But when I moved to Oz, I want to hear more of I your horn arrangements. You want to do what? With Somebody horn sat on a duck. Let's go! All right. So, no, but Ethel it, Merman just showed up <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> truck nuts. So, so weird. If you were in, if you were in Austin in the mid '90s, like, okay, Ryan, um, I, you, I don't know if you were. This may have been the when you were in fucking Fort my, Wayne my last weekend. Yeah, you were lost three year weekend. Yeah. Uh, Rob Walker and I used to go every Monday night for almost two years to see Don Walzer at um, I remember at Babes. And Don Walzer, for those of you that don't live in Austin or haven't... Country very, yodeler. Country yodeler. He was he was probably about uh, 400 pounds. I mean, huge He's a big guy. dude. Yeah. And um, he like had a... Mid-70s, I think. The, uh, like, he was called the Pavarotti of the Plains. He had this amazing, like, soulful voice, and he would play these... Um, all this old-timey... Like old style, like really good pedal steel and country music that you want to hear, like stuff that's really interesting. That, that to this day that you hear, like people, oh, I don't like country music. Oh, but I like Johnny Cash and I like mm-hmm. Patsy Cline and stuff. Like his stuff, Hank Williams squirrely. Senior. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as 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 um, forlorn and, and and hillbilly and mountain as Hank Williams and his. He had, he had like a more of a western voice, but anyway, whatever. So. Um, 
we would go see him, and and there was there was a time where Don Walzer in the mid nineties had a residency at Emos, which was the premier punk and and indie rock club in Austin. God knows for twenty years, and um, on on like Wednesday, and you would go and see him. And there would be dudes with with Liberty Spikes and fucking serious mohawks and fucking going to see this old fat country guy. And so Austin w- was producing this incredibly interesting music that had, had had one hand in the cosmic cowboys and had one hand in the psychedelic country that Waylon and Willie were doing in the 70s, but also had a hand in, in punk rock and in, and, in, and in older country tradition. It was really interesting. It wasn't, and, it, and I didn't deal with, and I listened to country music, and I didn't deal with what was going on in the mainstream stuff at all, and, and none of us did. Yeah, I missed all that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah right. That was, that was yeah. the Yeah, I saw no flicker of recognition in your eyes. Anyway, so uh, I'm going on, and I'm, I'm, I'm going on about my lost youth here, but, um, but this, this album, remi- you know, can, why don't we just listen to a little bit of Turtles All the Way Down? Okay, here it is. This is Turtles All the Way Down. There's a gateway in our minds that leads somewhere out there Far beyond this plane We're reptile aliens made of life Cut you open, pull out all your pain Tell me how you make illegal Something that I'll make in our brain Some say you might go crazy Then again it might make you go insane Every time you take a hit Inside that old fable pit Blinded and blinded And pain caused by some old man in the sky Marijuana, LSD so turtles who wants to talk about turtles well only if they're all the way down i like turtles yeah some turtles i i run into some turtles who are only partially down and those aren't the ones we're talking about we're talking about the ones they who need are to all be the all the way down. all the way down. Kevin, did you? What do you think about this? I, I actually, I really like it. Now, um, I feel like every time that we've talked about this record, and we've talked about this record off and on, in like, it's just like, this is like Shane's making of the movie Boyhood. We talk about it once a year for five minutes, <laughs> like, <laughs> but but many many times. And now this is finally the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm bastardizing it. Well, I kept uh, forgetting Golden about Gloves. it. I kept, I kept forgetting. It's one of those things where um, it's you know it's not the prettiest girl at the dance or you know but it. Then you dance with her, and you're like, "Oh, goddamn, yeah, that's that's worth waiting around for." That sounds yeah. like a regular country song. From <laughs> <laughs> the good period of country music, she ain't the prettiest girl at the dance, but I asked her to dance, and it was pretty good. <laughs> that sounds like that's the most boring synopsis <laughs> of a country song. That song that's was like the that's the church approved version. <laughs> dan- that's I, the one you get at Walmart. <laughs> I asked her to dance, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. good. <laughs> Pass the Cheez-Its. So I, I actually found an article on you know, Rolling Stone. Um, Kevin, you may have this pulled up, too. But this is not a typical quote from a 
performing country artist. He's talking about uh, a book that inspired him called The Phenomenon of Man by Pierre Telhard de Chardin. Quote, he was a <laughs> Jesuit priest who was blackballed by the Vatican for embracing the fact that evolution and spirituality were symbiotic and that everything is evolving toward a divine e- existence in the consciousness and the universe. <laughs> is, the, uh, is, is he going to say... I'm sure Blake Shelton is not <laughs> <down>. <laughs> Wait, wait I, I, want, I just thought you were going to do Bill Hicks... Uh, all all of life is uh, light condensed to a slow vibration. <laughs> was that the family trip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, Shane, yeah, you were saying. Anyway. Oh, um, so yeah. So the phrase "turtles all the way down." I'm just I'm just gonna read you what it says in Wikipedia, and um, there's no way to read this slowly enough for it to make sense. You have to actually read it on the page. Turtles all the way down is a jocular expression of the, I love that it's a jocular expression. This is the kind of humor that we sit around and we said, ha, ha, ha. It's a jocular expression of the infinite regress problem in cosmology posed by the unmoved, uh, or unmoved mover paradox. The metaphor and the anecdote represents a popular notion of the myth that Earth is actually flat and is supported on the back of a world turtle, which itself is propped up by a chain of larger and larger turtles. Questioning what the final turtle might be standing on, the anecdote humorously concludes that it is, quote, turtles all the way down. Or, what did uh, Hank Williams Jr. say about uh, Raisin McCain? Or, Oh, Christ. Let's not get back into yeah, that. Yeah, God, who knows? <clears throat> but I just love how the... <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you that it's both a jocular expression and I say that it's a humorous conclusion. And I look around the room at three well, I'm all relatively intelligent men. Oh, thanks for the pause. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for the qualifier. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and, I like how he searched for the word, and the word that he came up with was relative. and, 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 and there are crickets, crickets going off. <laughs> Well, we don't always know where you're going, Copernicus. Well, I, you know, it's funny you bring up uh, Hank All Williams. All the way around the sun, motherfucker. <laughs> it's funny you bring up Hank Williams Jr. because I, like I do like want to like, I do want to tie Hank Williams Jr. to a chair and make him listen to this. <laughs> no, because we already we already had gotten we we had that reminds. Forgive me for interrupting. No, 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 that, no, please. That reminds me of something. So one of the things that I thought about earlier that you just reminded me of is like you were talking about like why doesn't all why doesn't all country like swing for the fences? For to use the baseball metaphor, or even some country. Yeah, right. I love that you're using or metaphors because fence. it's country music we're talking about. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Why? Why doesn't all? Swing why does for it, the fences is a good country song what? title? Oh yeah, why? I'll bet it is one. <laughs> why? Why swing for the fences? I'm gonna look right now. <laughs> but please, please continue. Kevin. You guys are killing me. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess my thought was my immediate thought was. If all of country was really transcendent and exploratory, then how would you know what the best stuff sounded like? And I know your answer is going to be, oh, but, you know, there would be enough of it that would be better that it wouldn't matter. And that's probably the truth. Well, I mean, if you just draw a parallel to to how rock has developed. Sure. Some of rock has gone in, you know, your radio heads, what have you, uh, more progressive directions. Um, (laughs) Um. and some of it is super fucking boring, like, you know, just... Paint by number shit. Yeah, yeah. aiming straight for the middle, you know, your nickel finding it, what, what have you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, so but there just doesn't seem to be a ton of variation in modern country music. I guess maybe this is where I'm going. So I think, you know, my answer is like country music. You don't have to figure it all out tomorrow. We know that that there are at least six of you who are trying to write the same song and buy a new house, or many of them. But uh, if more, just a few more of you would do things that were interesting, that would that's be all okay. I'm asking. That's all. Yeah, let's yeah. baby steps in yeah. your boots. And and to be fair, when I pulled this up on Spotify, <laughs> baby it was, shuffles. It, it, exactly. He gave a list of similar artists. One of them was Ryan Bingham, who I enjoy a great deal. Oh sure. Although I hear that he's a pretty unpleasant person. Yeah, um, I've met somebody who knows him. And yeah, he does not have a very high uh, opinion. There seems to be some of that going around. Yeah, but uh, I do enjoy his music. Uh, people um, not having high opinions of other people. Um, people having opinions. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're in the right room for that. Sure. Did you find a country song I, called? No, I I found one the- called "Swinging for the Fences," and I, I but I was gonna actually read what the lyrics were, and it and it sort of plays right into what we're saying about like, all right. Uh, Amazing, popular, wrote country songs, which they all seem like to me. But until you until you strip away the layers and start listening to stuff like this, or like re- there's really good stuff out there. But this guy's like his name is Billy Dean. It's called "Swinging for the Fences." Home game, little league, bottom of the ninth. It was up to me. <laughs> the bunt sign, a man on third. Tie the game, coach. That's absurd. I laid my mind up at the plate. If I see that fastball, well, I might just have to swing away. Big deal. So what? I had to take that home run. I wish you would be reading this with like a Patrick Stewart accent. This is the poetry it. slam Can, version you're of country music. me off uh, in the middle of my. Big deal. So what? I had to take that home run cut. My life just don't make sense if I ain't swinging. For the fence. Hey man, that rhymes. Oh, Whoa, no. okay. See a lot about what pull he's... up the pull up the Brinks truck. Homegirl, Major League. Everybody said she's too good for me. Prom night, she had a date, but I asked her to dance anyway. Then I gave her a kiss on her front porch swing. Then she thought it was funny when I said, "Someday I'm gonna buy you a ring." Big deal. So what? If it takes everything I got, my life just don't make no sense if I ain't swinging for the fence. That's some paint by fucking numbers yeah. bullshit. You I want that knows. off mic. I'm gonna delete that off of my history as quickly sure you as possible. Don't want to get like a tattoo of that, like yeah, because you, know, you certainly yeah, don't piece. want any like permanent. Also, like a, of like on the small that. of my back, like a yeah, like, like a tram like stamp. stamp. <laughs> it would just be like 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 fences in a baseball stadium. Don't make no sense if I ain't swinging for the for the fence. My life don't make. Can you guys put that on my tombstone, by the way, please? Oh, Maybe tomorrow. And, <laughs> and he and he swang for the fence. Is that a is that a word? Swang. After we, swang. After and we he kill swang you. for the fences. <laughs> That's well, gonna be my next my next country we project. We need to go back swang. and talk about another. We just spin, <laughs> so, yeah, so, spinning our wheels yeah, for we're, a while. We're, we're out in left field. So, so one of the one of the songs that I um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk. A little bit from this. Um, we're going to do this real quick. Play this song, and then we're going to go into our intermission. But I wanted to um, play a little bit of the song "Just Let Go" because up and some of the you uh, it starts with you know "Turtles All the Way Down." This album does, and then technically it ends with "It Ain't All Flowers." And both of these songs are really messing with the template for country music but then a lot that's in the middle of the of the album or or the body of the album um 
It's pretty classic. It's classic seventies. Yeah, kind of outlaw. I think, it, I think it kind of ebbs and flows. I mean, I think there's there's definitely some some bits in there where he throws in some some nice electric kind of flourishes. Yeah, yeah, and lyrically, it's it's. Well, this is a good example. Just let go. Um, this is this is a, a a slower, more. Well, you'll hear, but um, contemplative. It's all somewhat contemplative, but um, but this, but I love how the, in this song he he references both uh, Buddhism and LSD. I, well, the the starting line is "woke up today and decided to kill my ego." Um, that's both a Buddhist idea and it's an LSD. It's it's a tenant. It's it's a central tenant of of modern psychedelic thought is ego dissolution. So, and we've already established in the first song, "Turtles All the Way Down," that that he's very interested in. Uh, or I, I don't know that he does these drugs. In fact, from what I've read, he's um, he's sober. He seems like a pretty centered guy. From you know the little bits that I've read. Yeah. Well, let's. Why don't we let's listen to a little bit to just let go? All right, here it goes. Taking a forty-nine vacation. From reality, now lives in between. Gonna transmigrate to my destination far beyond time in a need. Turn on dream. Let my dream. So, so, me Who's the who's the audience for this? Who who does this appeal to? I mean, obviously, there's people Austin, here, Texas, people here that, that love this. But I mean, well, this, and I, I did this think is about a, this. This is a new new kind of country. Well, and this is not so. on like a major country label. No, um, he put it on himself. Can you imagine like what a headache it would be for you know, like your RCA or somebody on Music Road? What I mean, like, like trying to market Shane, this. He's, he's talking about things about you know that have this this Buddhist slant to them, and and Dude. and I mean, it's not it it's it doesn't seem to me that this appeals to the normal person that likes to just sit around and listen to country music. Yeah, but there's a lot of people, even more like if you think about the way that the world is working right now. I mean, more older. People than ever are, you know, or rich older people are, you know, people are changing their consciousness. Like more people are smoking weed, like older people are smoking weed than ever before. Like things are changing. Like the the people that I don't think like 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 you You're know blowing you, my mind, man. Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'll just I'll back away from that. It's a longer conversation, but I, I you know, the same people that drove AAA radio in the '90s and in, in the early 2000s. I do the, think the, there, the there's a market for it. Audience. It's just not the traditional country market. Sure, no, no, no. no, no it's I, it's I, us. I don't think that there isn't a market for it. It's just, I mean, this isn't the this isn't the 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 left wing country of Willie Nelson. Well, I let mean, me. It's, it's it's even different from that. Let I me think. put it this way: like, I mean, there is. I mean, the music is beautiful. Um, but I mean, think about it like this: like, where is the market for Robert Plant's Alice and Krauss records? I mean, it's definitely not with 
you know, Led Zeppelin fans, stoner burnout Led Zeppelin, or Led Zeppelin fans in general, it's a whole new audience, and that same audience, I think, is analogous to to this. I'm with you on that. You know? I mean, I like, I get what you're saying completely. Um, that's why that it gets really interesting with the way that music is being marketed and sold these days is because you... Well, I mean, the, I, I, I was talking about this during the break. Um, this album um, reached number eleven on the country charts on the main on the Billboard country charts. This album hit number eleven. Cost them forty six hundred dollars to make. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's it, crazy. It, independently released, and he's been on late night with Jimmy Fallon. He's his debut he's was Letterman. on Letterman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's all over the place. Um, I think that. It's it's one of those things where I think of it less as a as a country wreck. Like I stopped thinking about Dwight Yoakam as a even though it's country music, but I stopped thinking about him as a country artist. Along, I, I, he's one of my favorite. Well, and favorite he just doesn't musicians. fit into any of those regular round Mm-mm. holes. And he sold millions and millions and millions and millions of records by by not fitting into that that main like mainstream country even though he sold a lot of them to mainstream country well music here, here in town like work. if, if you go to like a, of money to be made well, by well, not doing what everybody else yeah and like here in town if you go to like a mike and the moon pie show you're gonna see some people wearing pearl snap shirts but you're gonna see a lot of tattoos and right like, it's the same thing i was saying about don walzer in the 90s mm-hmm. like you you would you would see the same you know i remember um like country music is a really weird thing because we write people off and i and i i mean when i say we i mean like Yourself? Well, I definitely mean myself, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm putting myself into a collective, and so I I think that that anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I write them off a lot of times, having grown up in that environment in a small town Texas environment, where um, I found country music a lot of times to be the lowest common denominator. It's sort of like was the. Um, uh, what am I looking for here? The Hanna Barbera cartoons of animation, or the um, like what's the like the Full House of oh, sitcoms? Yeah, like, oh, just know. lowest common denominator. Yeah, like that. Like uh, this, the this Friday like, nights on ABC back in the day. Let's just like spread it out. In, yeah. is, is, it was the laugh track of. Uh, yeah, well, that's of what that. Of yeah, time. right. Shane, you remember when I worked at that? It was a nice steakhouse, but it was country themed, and so all the music they played was like modern country music. Why do all and, country songs have to have puns? And it's just fucking stupid, most of it. Oh, yeah. Like, what was the one? Like, you used to experiment with writing country songs. I like, did. if I can just get over in this lane, I can get over you. Yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I forgot about that one. That. But then that's, you, that's great. That's uh, what I'd like to hear. But there's a lot of yeah. It's all pun. And, and granted, I mean, it's an industry based on on, on clever. They figured out what stuff. sells. Well, and you just... write. Remember, we were talking about. And remember, we were talking about this when we were talking about um um uh meatloaf. I can't, I blocked his name out of my head. <laughs> um, when we were talking about uh bat out of hell. Because all of those titles were just as like punny and like ta da, and you know, and, and, and the guy and the guy, his <laughs> lawyer, Campbell was, Merman's back, yep. yeah, the guy and his lawyer would say like, well, he wrote these brilliant titles, and then he had to write the songs that fit them. And I'm like, they're not brilliant. They're grating and they are eye catching. That's all. Yeah, that's all just, it is. In that case, they were just indicative of everybody's background in theater like it was just that that all that kind of 
stage garbage. Uh, can I just so, say like, this? Yeah, that like, the minute that I mentioned <laughs> meatloaf, Kevin just unconsciously started shaking his head well, and closing his eyes. And, you know, here's the thing. It's like earlier you we're, were like, like traumatized. You're like, I've got to get this. I had to get this uh, baseball pun-related uh, country music off my screen as fast as I can. And all I can think is I I bought those meatloaf songs so we could <laughs> chop them up you can and put them in the podcast. Because now, now, now the algorithm thinks, oh, that guy likes meatloaf. No, he's all yeah. in meatloaf. <laughs> I was like, so if, you, if somebody hears me smashing my head against the ground uh, later, that would be why. Right. Anyway. Well, let's we're, go, we're let's go to the intervention. Yeah, that's fine. Now. All right. Intervention? Intervention. Yes. <laughs> Let's have an intervention in the intermission. And the pointing is back. Thank you for that, Kevin. Sure. Um, we missed that. Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's like when you guys aren't here... I point at shit all the time. I'm just like I a pointing machine. Do. do you do it as emphatically as you do when we're all Actually, here? the sad like thing when is... When your daughter is like misbehaving, do you just point at her well, and she like turns some, around yeah, sheepishly and walks like off? Like at dinner time, he, he goes... So sometimes <laughs> I do. But but here's the thing. It's like I actually think, and this is kind of... This is maybe... This is the writing on the wall. My Yeah, my four-year-old has picked up the pointing, and she doesn't know... When you should point and when you should. Oh, not she point. has. Oh, yeah. And so, like, so we'll be out somewhere, and she'll be like, "Hey, Dad, look at this!" And inevitably, it's something that we all have noticed, but we are not pointing it's like at a person with a deformity or yeah. something. Or yeah. not that, or, but you know, like somebody with a. You Why know, is his face brown? French fry in his nose or whatever. So it's like. I don't know why we went to deformities and racism, you guys, but uh, that's not not what my kid's doing. French hey, why don't we talk about what we're here to talk about? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Ryan, this is this is yours, right? Uh, yeah, I picked uh, a song that, well, I don't want to bring the room down, but the last time I worked in music, I got to the point where I just didn't want to listen to it anymore, and after some period of a, a, being away from that industry... This was the first song I got really excited about. And I you think, got really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, and I got and I texted Shane at like three AM as I do. Um, but it's Spinoza by Generationals, which is a duo from uh, New Orleans. But Yeah. And we we just uh, as a uh, the four of us watched a video. Um, and I gotta say, like one thing that I didn't necessarily expect from this song was just like what a good workout that it would be. Yeah, I got winded watching the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so so yeah, the when I I listened to the song first and I enjoyed it, but not as much as when I watched the video and for those listening at home, the video uh shows the band members running, running around New Orleans, the streets of New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, it's, and, oh, not and playing guitar off. solos in the back it's of a fine. pickup truck. Pay, playing guitar <laughs> solos in the back of a pickup truck and uh, that's all it is. Yeah. By the way, it's that's one dude running, yeah, and, and the other and, one playing guitar in the and, back of a truck and singing at the same time. Yeah, really bad lip syncing to the <laughs> well, to the song. So and, that's what I was trying to figure out: is he lip syncing? When I was watching the video earlier, I was like, is he lip syncing? It looks like it, 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 it's animated. Me, it seems, or or is he so out of uh, breath? It well, seems to me that they had the music playing while he was running, and he couldn't help but like kind of sing along a little bit, yeah. but not really try. Well, I I think he's trying to sing along. I just think he's so fucking out of breath that he can't match up it's kind of the opposite of every okay go video like where those things are like 
crazy, elaborate, elaborate like and super overproduced and yeah. choreographed. This is just like one guy running through the they streets have, and was, another dude sitting in a flatbed. And like, a GoPro. And they just they put the GoPro on a stick it's great. in the back of a pickup. It's pretty great. It. Yeah. Can I say one thing about OK Go since you brought it up? Yeah. I heard an OK Go song recently that I liked a lot. And um, when I found out that it was OK Go, I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want to like a song by that shitty band that does those oh, come on. fucking videos. They're OK. <laughs> go. Go on. <laughs> Oh, we're back to the puns. Yeah. It's just, God, I'm there, I, I don't need to watch a cutesy video that you're going to forward over to your aunt when you get to work. Oh, this is so cute. Like, I don't need but to Shane, hear music that these guys create, but... How will it go viral? It's true. Yeah. You know how it could go viral? This song was actually That's really a, good. I thought you were going like, to say... Like, imagine back in the... Oh. Spend time in your garage where it's 25 degrees. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're <laughs> to the moon, Alice. That's right. <laughs> anyway, no, you're right, though. You're Domestic right, though. violence, Alice. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't want to listen to that goddamn band well, because their videos are so intricate and cute. Like, uh, do you want to be a. It's. Mm, it's so I'd be annoyed right now. I think it's easy to go down the deep end. Of, of hating on the elaborate production of, of that other I don't hate on band. it. It's just but, annoying. But this thing, this this, this song, is the opposite of this. Yeah, this the is the opposite. That. And and what I what I was going to say is like Dude's I think just that uh, road. I think um, Ryan and I have have intersecting taste in a lot of in a lot of areas. But the things that Ryan loves the most, I don't always connect with the exact. I mean, how could I connect with them exactly as sure. much as you did? But this song, I get that. Like I totally mm-hmm. get that. So no, it makes me happy. Yeah, it's a really good song. Yeah, and, and it comes on and the radio, like, I turn it up. And I have been, uh, I've been missing me some New Orleans lately. So it was the timing was good. Thank well, you. Well, I just, I was just in New Orleans, and so it was uh, refreshing to see a lot of familiar sights. Yes. Well, why don't video. we play a clip for the folks? Okay, this is uh, this is a clip from Spinoza. Is there? I, we haven't talked about this, but I'm just going to suggest that maybe for the rest of the time that we're um, talking about this song, that we all go running down the street as fast as we can. I'm going to go ahead and not do that. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, bad oh, idea. Shit. But I'll film you while you do it. <laughs> wait, my, wait, can I just like, say this? Put flailing white my man. trunk and you can play guitar <laughs> solo. Be, before, be, 
<laughs> in your trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just crawl. I'll punch the seats out like, let me out. Okay, I can't breathe. I think that's a kidnapping. That doesn't sound like oh, a video. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. The Kevin was very. It's a video <laughs> treatment. Come on. Before we went back in, out of the break, into this, Kevin was like, just wait. Don't say anything. Just wait. I've got to say this. Okay. I've got to. I've, and so now we know that he wants Ryan to put me in his trunk and. For me to die. Wait, how did I? No, I never said he that. He wasn't the architect. That was all me. Yeah, I feel like it's one. <laughs> Kevin just wants us to go run with the hive mind. I think it's point A <laughs> yeah. to point B to point C. He knew exactly yeah. what you would say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Spinoza. Uh, the song by Generationals. Yeah. Um, so what specifically appealed to me and why I sent you the clip. Dude, I really want an early. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I really want an early. Dick, why are you such a dick? Because I'm an <laughs> asshole. I really want to have an early 80s hip hop DJ that spins records. I want his name. You see where I'm going here. No. Spinoza. I, oh. oh. Uh, We're doing puns tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Wasn't that the guy from Fast Times? Okay, sorry, Ryan. The puns <laughs> seem to be coming from this side of the table, and we don't have kids, but this is full-on dad humor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, why are we the pun guys tonight? I don't know. It is shirts versus skins only. It's, it's, it's people with kids versus people, people without, without kids. kids. And the people people without skins. the kids without are kids making are, all the dad jokes. All the puns tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's just wrong. Why? Anyway, so how did you – one thing that I've never asked you about this song is like how you came into contact with it. You just, well, it, Austin now has three – Alternative uh, radio stations. I just I, I'm I uncomfortable they, with that word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan was doing the uh, finger quotes. Yeah, hey, alternative. alternative. <laughs> um, he, is, yeah, I don't think he did the Jalen. The alternative. Yes. Anyway, uh, one of said uh, stations, which is actually a Clear Channel station, um, has a really good playlist, and they just they, do. To, they happen to play this, and I was you know I. I almost feel bad for like a clear channel station because they're kind of the song? devil. But uh, what song? We'll talk about it. Yeah, later. we'll talk about that later. We're talking about this now. Anyhow, um, I just I had ha- happened to hear it, so I like went in and got on my laptop and looked up their playlist, found the name of it, like found the video online, had many drinks, um, sent Shane a text message. Um, but specifically, what appealed to me and what I thought might appeal to Shane is it kind of rem- reminds me a little bit of early Smiths. Now, not not the lyrical content or um, his vocals, but like kind of the taut strumming. Like yeah, Johnny I can see that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's not ex- it's, exactly. It but more sounds to me like like some of the early two thousand, like the Stills and a lot uh, of early two thousand. I'm sorry. Uh, all I can think of is uh, is a morose uh, Morrissey running down the streets of New Orleans, <laughs> yeah, right? With, like flowers <laughs> in his hands, flapping. Like, yeah. it's, it's in like clown shoes, like a spray of flowers in his back pocket. <laughs> Morrissey doesn't run fast; like he would walk slowly and deliberately. Down the streets, <laughs> forlornly. He's getting Not forlornly necessarily. It would have just been him, like moseying through the cemeteries in New Orleans on his way to cancel the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, my friend. Anyway, he just released a UK tour schedule today. It's the, his first full UK it's like tour. One date. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I want to see how many UK dates he's actually going to make. Yeah. Um, anyway, the dude I, doesn't I, do drugs. It's not like he has the rock and roll flu. He genuinely 
has a he, he just can't get it together sometimes. He, he he's very very sensitive. sickly. Is it sickly? Yeah, it's sensitive. Well, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think uh, generational Spinoza was sickly. No, it doesn't no, come across. That he way. ran a lot. Uh, and and a fun one, like although I have to say this, you know, we've been doing um, some of the, and I've obviously been away for a little while, but um, this a few minutes with, it's a little different than peaches, a little bit different than peaches. Yeah. Where, oh yeah, you were back. You were back here when we did that. Yeah, I was there. I'll get. It's, it's okay because I didn't. I didn't pick this week. Ryan picked something good. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure there's another doozy coming up. We ought to uh, get back to. Good Mr. Simpson, what do you say? Let's do it. All right, coming up. Here's a little bit more. Uh, let's let's talk about Sturgill. So I'm just going to read a little bit of, off of Wikipedia. Sturgeon is the common name for some 25 species of fish in the family Asimpericidae. Sturgill. Sturgill. The term includes over 20 species commonly referred to as sturgeon and several closely related species that have distinct common names, notably Sterlet, Kaluga, and Beluga. That's where they get caviar from, Ryan. That's good to know, Shane. Thank you for that illuminating <laughs> okay. snippet. Well, Kevin said we should hey. talk about sturgeon. Steve, Steve <laughs> Zissou, let's take a break and we get just back did. to the item at hand. Um, oh, Oh, Sturgill boy, face Simpson. Sturgill. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It seemed a bit fishy, you talking about. There's the other side of the... Who brought the corn? Oh, my... There's two of them! All right. They're making up for lost time. There's the dad squad on the other side. Like Fighting crime, but only from launch. It's like American Ninja. Almost. It's like American Ninja Pun style. If you had- it's like that, and yet also a little different. <laughs> so Sturgill Simpson, who we've been talking about, we like his his record. He um, he put out or recorded a version of. Are well, you saying okay. he doesn't put out. I don't know if he does. He's married. <laughs> he did just okay. say that he God. I think he's... You guys are like... This is like the most free-range show we've ever done. You guys are like... It's like short attention span theater in here. It's like if a puppy walked through, we might not finish. <laughs> that, uh, I like that dog. <laughs> that dog eating your pencil? Yeah. That's so so apparently... Um, He's he does not have kids. He's married and lives with his wife and dog. So uh, I like that about oh, him. Oh, he has a dog. Uh, can I? Um, Why? Can I share a little something? So I, yes, I, you should. I haven't I haven't, sp- I haven't, I haven't gone through uh, much of you content, and part of the reason for that is that a lot of them tend to say the same thing about this record, which I think is sort of interesting. I haven't decided what I think about that one way or the other, but there, there seem to be a lot of unifying opinions about. Maybe that's enough of a referendum on the fact that there's not much country out there that really takes chances the way that this record does. I think that's but, a good way to put it. I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, but Pitchfork, the guy that wrote for Pitch, this review for Pitchfork, had something interesting to say specifically about, and I had totally, totally forgotten uh, about The Promise. 
Oh, I, yeah. I, it showed up in the middle of this record, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, <laughs> I was in the, I was in a, I was in like a, like a strip mall parking lot, and I was like, this is, sounds forlorn, but I, why do I know the words? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. No, why I, I got know the probably words. 45 seconds into it before I realized I knew this song. Yeah. And the fact that is, now that I can never hear this song, even this version, without Ryan in the background promise, going, going, promise. Promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, here's a little bit on, on, on a promise. So, uh, paraphrasing says, the best moment here may be the most unlikely, a cover of the 1988, uh, Post new wave hit, The Promise by When in Rome. Simpson slows it down to a crawl, yet this isn't one of those reinterpretations that purports to find deeper meaning through a more tasteful, mad world reimagining. The melody's tricky, especially divorced from that familiar piano line, but Simpson delivers it with general stalwartness, testifying powerfully, uh, powerfully to the magnitude of love. The Mellotron string section swoops in to add some earthy drama to an emotion that might just explain the entire universe. <laughs> The entire That's ambitious. Yeah. Not to sound too much like a like a cliche uh writer or 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 something, but he really kinda made this his own, I think. Well the, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, sure. without a doubt. The lyrics yeah. to this song lend themselves to it being a country song. I just had had occurred to me. Oh this is this is my note on this. Uh, I have two things to to say, but um one is that um, Kevin's I, bobbing and weaving. I know. Yeah, I just gotta stay so, warm. Yeah, yeah. And gotcha. it's a it's something that people, small kids, do. Like it uh, really is. Oh, like you just you spend that much time around kids. No, you just have to keep. If you have a little, you hold little kids all the time. You find that you move when you don't think you're moving because it yeah. keeps them quiet. And when so, you're not yeah. holding them, you oh, move, yeah. Like, Are you I, trying to keep me quiet? Like, like when I, I used. To, I mean, granted, no. you're not holding me. I, when I played little league and I used to like throw imaginary balls when I didn't. Neither of those things are happening. Anyway, Shane was saying. Okay, so the thing that I like about this is the way that he does it, and the guy was singing the song. And let me say this, like. Critics are just in love with this record, and they have, like, for example, um, that Salon article. Um, a lot of critics, and this guy says similar sort of hyperbole um, in that, um, and bear with me when I say, uh, hyperbole might not be the right word. They just haven't Hyperbole? Go ahead. I didn't say the right pronunciation, oh, gotcha. fuck. Um, that. It's that uh, that a lot a, a lot of times critics will see this stuff and they will respond or bond onto one thing and write about that and see this and not see the bigger the bigger picture and you see that with the the way that this guy is saying this about the promise like it doesn't reinterpret it or it's this way or, or it's not trying to reinterpret it in the way of Mad World or in the guy that's saying that it's radio it's not Radiohead it's not this it's not that. But what he does do is he does reinterpret it, and he takes the song, The Promise, and he takes it from – and it is a, a complicated, tricky melody. Um, but what it sounds like to me, and, and to make it a little more mundane, is it sounds to me as though he's, he's, he's singing it through the eyes of an uh, um, apologetic alcoholic instead of this like triumphant – like friendship or relationship mm-hmm. like i'm sorry blah 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 he's like i fucked up i'm sorry i won't do it again in other and words the, I mean, I, and that I, is a I reinterpretation like the original was was kind of this this very happy tune and 
It's yeah. not necessarily happy. There's it's well, melancholic, but it's it's like a declaration content. of love. The and this isn't a declaration. Is but the song itself is upbeat in the but, original version. But, yeah, but, but 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 now but it's the, more like an apology, like you're it's, saying. It's, 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 kinda it, like, it's sort of, no, it's sort of like it seems like to me. It's like it's like an alcoholic man that keeps fucking up, fucking up over and over again. He's like, I'm sorry. But I will do this. This time I'll mm-hmm. do this. And, and it is a reinterpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I like how he, he, um, he doesn't, like I said, he makes it his own. He doesn't really try and, and uh, emulate the, the vocal melody note for note. But there's this one point toward the end of the song where he goes up into that higher register. Yep. Yeah, and he really—it's just kind of almost a guttural kind of, kind of scream. He does like the little guttural. Let's listen to this, and we'll we'll go back and talk about his little guttural stuff. All right, here it is. Let's little uh, guttural. This is this is the promise. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way planned them to be. If you wait around, I'll make you. Try to hold the sneeze. Uh, that was some, that was some good uh, <laughs> audio right there. Um, <laughs> we'll come and put you a little too quickly. <laughs> All I was going to say is, is that gentleman definitely made that song his own. Um, That's what I love about that is he did. He, well, and he, there, you know there was that whole spate of like kind of jokey country covers of hip hop songs or whatever, and and, um, and this is not that. No, it's yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. the opposite. I just yeah. kind of hope that the. Uh, that uh, good Mr. Simpson and the original artist uh, spent some time together with uh, awkward silence like in the Win same in Rome. room. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, what were you saying? Like it out. was like Win in Rome, Mr. Win and Mr. Rome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not Win and Rome. It's <laughs> 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 a Vietnamese guy. Win and Rome. <laughs> it's like a bad, man, that sounds like, like terrible the best cop show. Idea for yeah. a new sitcom on CBS. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, like the time. guy that just knocks on the door. You're too loud. Turn the music down. <laughs> Perhaps we should fight crime. <laughs> I don't know why he's talking. Win and Rome. <laughs> yeah. Win and Rome. Anyway. Um so yeah, so but I again, I was uh I was I don't know if pleasantly surprised was is the right phrase to use. I was certainly surprised. And and I you know and I like the pleasant song. and it's pleasant but I was like it was I was a little I completely forgot that this was on this record yeah so me I'm too. driving down Mopac coming home from work and Mopac is a freeway here in Austin for yes, those who don't live main here. thoroughfare uh, yeah and I'm like oh shit I forgot about this Shane mentioned this and like I you know a little well because you you had us do the promise a few months ago for your uh, a few minutes well and I think with. it's because you brought it up that he had covered this. Oh, I know it was. 
Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I know my place in the world. <laughs> Promise? Promise. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Jessica's, it does give you an idea of his range a little bit, and certainly, like, um, to take to take a, a song that is, like, kind of firmly in the John Hughes-era 80s and turn it into this is unexpected. It's true. Uh, what was the last song that we were going to talk about? It was the last song on the record, right? Okay, yeah. So it's It Ain't All Flowers. And um, I think that this song... <clears throat> so I th- we were talking about this a little bit earlier in the show. Um, so the first time I heard about um, Sturgill Simpson was that salon piece, mm-hmm. c- comparing him to... Or saying he was the radio head of Well, this is where music. you can certainly see the influence. Oh, yeah. C- uh, <clears throat> so much. This song is... It's also... I have to say, like... the. The album is uh, 10 songs, 34 minutes long. And actually, one of those songs is um, like a bonus track. So it's really like nine songs, nine songs 30 and, minutes long. Yeah, right. and, um, and, and, you know, we, I don't know if I was saying this on the air or anything, but um, this is the first album that we've li- – and it wasn't because it was so short and so concise. It was because it, the songs are so fucking solid that – when the album ended, I immediately replayed it and listened to the whole thing through. Like, I so much enjoyed listening to this, and I'm glad. And and this is the first record that I s- deliberately stopped myself from listening to um, so we could talk about it on, on the air. So I'm glad I did that. that. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, we did. I did. Um, so this song, um, It Ain't All Flowers, there's a lot of things. Oh, and one of the things, too, if you go back and you look at Wikipedia... Um, there's a lot of compare, like he has a lot of comparisons, um, Waylon Jennings comparisons, like his voice does. And he does sound like Waylon Jennings. And I love, um, what, uh, Shooter Jennings, Waylon Jennings' son says. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's a fawning big fan. in his praise. Yeah, and he's basically saying, like, you know, the guy, um, well, here, here's a, here's the, uh, the quote. <coughs> Excuse me. Shooter says, Sturgill isn't. By the way, don't you love that Waylon Jennings' his son, son Shooter? Shooter. <laughs> and, uh, and Shooter Jennings is a is a great outlaw country musician. I I think he's brilliant. I don't really I know his stuff. I just know yeah. The name. We, maybe one of these days we'll we'll he'd be a guy to to talk about. I love the fact that he he wears sunglasses like uh um uh like Hank Williams Jr. But his song has a lot more integrity than that fucking loser uh okay so shooter jennings says sturgill isn't imitating at all and he sounds like my favorite era of my dad the 70s when he would sing quieter and more conversational that's what struck me about sturgill from day one and still does and he's right and he is conversational he he doesn't have that that talking thing occasionally he does but he does he has got that low he sounds very much like waylon jennings and it's it's beautiful so anyway, whatever. Um, it ain't all flowers. There's a there's a if you if <laughs> there's a there's a song that Waylon Waylon Jennings had that I'm I'm not I don't remember the title of, but it also talks of similar. Was to, it just good old boys? Never mean no harm. Yeah. <laughs> Beat all, all you, you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law since, since the day, day they, they was born. born. Good God. <laughs> Making their way. The only no, way, way they, they didn't know, know how. <laughs> you know, true story about Waylon Jennings. When I was living out in West Texas, he was from uh, Littlefield, Texas, which is outside of Lubbock in the Texas Panhandle. And he, for a short time, 
did a Fourth of July concert every year, kind of like Willie did. He only he did his own thing in West Texas, and then one year uh, he got in a fight with his mom and he quit doing it. Wait, he got in a fight with like, his I, own mother? Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know what the argument was about. And but she was like, "You have to do the concert." And he's like, "I'll I have, show you." No, mom. I don't even know what the substance was, but there or the you know the substance of the argument, but. Um, but yeah, that was the scuttlebutt. Was that somehow he and his mother were at odds, and so this? I was like, "That's the." the I was like, "The the outlaw country guy," you know. His mom shut him down. She probably wanted but, him to do the washing. Do the yeah, washing? It could yeah. be. Could be. Wasn't he, wasn't he in Buddy Holly's band and was supposed to be on the plane? He was supposed to be on that plane. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. was. Um, he was a cricket. Yeah, it was like um, crickets are annoying. I think it was maybe Richie Valens or somebody had a cold. And switch seat and like took his seat because he was yeah, like, I just want to get to the, the bus or whatever. Yeah, so it's crazy. Anyway, so this so this songs, uh, the songs, so this songs. Um, it ain't all flowers, dudes. It ain't all flowers. All right, yeah. See, it's all degenerating at this point. So, um, this is one again that I was talking about, like turtles all the way down, and would these songs bookend this album? And it ain't all flowers. Apparently, um, it evokes. This is what the online says. He evokes a similar sentiment as Waylon Jennings in his 1987 hit "Rose in Paradise." It ain't all flowers. Sometimes you gotta feel the thorns, and that's in that's in uh, Sturgill's song. But anyway, but then he gets into this like, well, you know what, Kevin? It's, yeah. Why don't we listen? To, but it, this is gonna be kind of complicated. Because there's so many in the beginning, it's this weird, like almost like '70s funk thing that's going on. Well, well, why don't you pick out, you know, a, a good thirty, forty-five second clip of where you think it's most evocative? But then it gets really weird represents. in the middle, where it descends it and it gets chromatic. It's in the a very of the song. yeah, it's, it's a, like a it Pink meanders Floyd a little. It's Radiohead thing. Uh, but at the very least, we can we'll give it a whirl and then let's talk about it. Okay, here it is. So that was Sturgill Simpson in All Flowers. And um, yeah, I was going to say tougher than leather because we were talking about what we were going to do next week. And I, that would have been a funny thing <laughs> to have. You know, I would not put it past him to, you know, do a country version of Mary Mary. But I've, I've got to say, like, um, that that song, before we – I'd listened to it a couple of times and then re-listening to it right now. Like, that's why the guy said – Radiohead. Radiohead. There's that, well, that descending song's... minor stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I mean he's clearly a fan. I mean, and it's 
in some of the articles about him that he is a fan. He also really likes Tool, which doesn't really do anything for me, but whatever. Uh, it's decent music. I mean, <clears throat> it's fine. Um, Tool also a big fan of Bill Hicks, so maybe that's well, the that, uh, do, do, got do, that do, going do, for him. Do, do. Maybe that's the deal. Didn't Radiohead have some? They dedicated the bends to Bill Hicks. So in radio, Maybe. this is the Radiohead of country music. It's all coming it around. It all yeah. comes in full circle. I wish Amazing. I were Alex Jones. I should be. Hey, man. <laughs> it's a false flag. I just yeah. had to start talking about this. <clears throat> so this Scott song, Carruthers. This yeah, last song Louis Armstrong. was definitely a surprise for me. I mean, this, this kind of took me. This, well, and most of this record sounds like traditional classic country music, except for this and I guess the first song, um... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, lyrically, it doesn't. Lyrically... No, no, the record doesn't lyrically. But, I mean, as far as, like, the instrumentation, like, it, it could easily be from 1975. Yeah. But this song Which could... is already weird country music. I mean, they're already fucking smoking a lot of weed at that fucking point. That's good. It's good. It's good. Good writing. Well, kids, we you should know? probably get out of here before it is cold. Yeah, it was a solid record. Shane, thanks for choosing it. I really enjoyed it this week. This was fun. Ryan? Th- th- this is one of the ones that, that I will continue to listen to of my own volition, so yeah. thank you for that. Uh, what so, you- so, yes, you alluded to uh, my pick for next week, which is going to be Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather. Mary, Mary. Well, I, well, I won't get into it. I, I have things to say about that song. I love that song, but <clears throat> uh, I have things to say about it. I just like the fact that they're promoting hugging. Uh, Oh. In, a, in a rap song, you, you sound you sound like you should be the administrator of a of a private school. Yeah. They're promoting hugging. hugging. They're not promoting bumping like, of the uglies. No, no, it's hugging. Hugging. <clears throat> Kevin, it, anyhow, do you know what your song is next I, week? I or? don't know right off the top of my head, but I'll uh, I'll turn it over and we'll uh, we'll come up with something fun. Well, one of the things we like doing these days is watching the a few minutes with all together. So it's a bonding moment. Yeah. I kind of like not knowing till the last second. Anyway, so, okay, we're out of here. I'm Shane. I'm Ryan. I'm Kevin. And I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It. Bye, y'all.